This is the exclusive home for South Florida basketball, USF Bowls Unlimited. Welcome back to the Brian Gregory Show. Just heard from the head coach himself, and now we'll talk to assistant coach Jason Slay. Really our first chance officially to welcome him to the program. We've talked to him on some pregame shows, but coach, first of all, uh, welcome aboard. I mean, it's kind of a belated welcome aboard. We've done this privately, but uh, first time on the show. I know it's nice for you to be settled and here and living in Tampa. There's a lot worse places you could be. Well, I come from Youngstown, Ohio, and I love Youngstown, but it's no comparison to Tampa. So very, very happy and fortunate enough to be here uh, going on, you know, almost six months now. And my wife and I, we absolutely love it. And I'm finally getting comfortable and established and great place to be. We're glad to have you. That's for sure. You were born in Beckley, West Virginia, population about 14,000, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the city of champions, they call it there. Uh, what a great town. I was doing a lot of reading about the place last night, the coal mine that's there that's kind of a, a museum as well. And yes. uh, I'm sure you've done a lot of different things in that town, but the King Tut drive-in restaurant to yeah. me was what I really liked. Yes, yes. Uh, great food there, great food. But it does. You said city of champions, and that's what we're known for is Beckley basketball is a big deal. 17 state championships, which is the most by far in West Virginia. Unfortunately, I didn't get one, but still, I, I hold on to tradition. But, uh, yes, born and raised there, and, and great place to be. And my family's still there. I was born in a small town in Michigan. There's nothing better than coming from a small town because you just – you have a different core value, I think. Yes, for sure. And it, it keeps me humble, too. You know, and I've lived in a lot of different places throughout this coaching world. And, again, I can always revert back to my Beckley days and just the people. And, the, again, I keep talking about the tradition, but the tradition there is going to forever be embedded in me. And I'm, I'm very, very happy to represent Beckley, West Virginia. And then you go on to Division II, uh, West Virginia State. Four-time captain, is that yeah. correct? I mean, how on earth are you a four-time captain? I mean, you're a captain as a freshman. Yeah, and, that, and I always say this, and my boss always says it, players vote too. So yeah. it wasn't just the coaches, the players voted me. I've always – I wasn't the most talented player, but I've always been a leader. I've always done what I was supposed to do, and I can't. I think it just feeds off and it's contagious with other guys. So um, I quickly hit the ground with my leadership from day one. Were you looking to – when you walked in as a freshman, say, I, I want to be a leader, even though these guys are older than me, uh, this is something that I can see myself doing down the line? Yes, I, it just it, – it's always became natural to me to lead. So I was just myself. I wasn't afraid to hold back. And I feel like that's why I tell Trey Moss this all the time. Don't hold back with the leadership. We have a lot more to work on and learn. But as far as the leadership, don't be afraid to speak up. What I had to learn was how to lead with different people. So, but the leadership part has always been a part of me. You didn't get the state championship at Beckley, but you got some good basketball there at West Virginia State. Uh, sweet 16 three times. I mean, those are great memories, I would imagine. Yeah, we won 25-plus games every year. Um, had a great culture. Um, made it to Elite Eight, and, and that's the year, my junior year, we thought we were going to do it as far as the whole national championship. But great, great experience. And then as a coach, I started there and got two more championships. So did a lot of winning at West Virginia State. Well, you kind of bounced all over the place. Uh, West Virginia State, you talked about East Tennessee State, Georgia Southern, a director of basketball operations there, which I've, listen, I've done this for a long time. That job is the most thankless job there is on the planet. There's a lot of work involved, and everything runs smooth until there's one hiccup, and then they're all pointing the finger at you. Yes, yes. So, I obviously, I went from 
Division Two to prep school at Hargrave Military Academy, and I wanted to get into Division One, and that was my best opp opportunity under Mark Byington to go to Georgia Southern. And it was kind of outside of my role, but I did want to have the versatile background, so it was an honor to do that. And I only did it for a short period of time. I was there for six months, and another opportunity came about. But I learned a lot with that experience, and again, it still helps me to this day with my organization. You talked about Hargrave. Uh, USF has had guys come from Hargrave. Justin Brown last year, Corey Walker uh, this year. What a unique environment. What an amazing program that is. Yes, I mean, it's, it's every day hands-on as far as you see the kids grow through the discipline that they have to go through. And Chatham, Virginia, there's one stoplight, so there's nothing they can do outside of basketball. And, and the biggest part for me, my growth, was meeting coaches every day. We would have five, six to ten coaches every day in our gym and developing those relationships really opened up the door for me to have this opportunity that I'm sitting here today. I'm trying to think if it was Justin Brown that I heard this story. Uh, it was USF had gone on a recruiting visit to Hargrave. They go to pick him up at his room, and they walk in, and his bed is made. And they're like, what's that all about? No, I'm sorry. They went to the hotel, and his bed was made. And they're like, did you already go out today? And he's like, no, I just made my bed because that's what I do every day. Yes. It, it, again, it goes back to developing good habits. I always use Terry Rozier, who plays for the Charlotte Hornets. That's who I coached when I was there. And he came in as a kid from Cleveland, Ohio, pretty undisciplined, um, had a lot to learn. And by the time he left there, he was ready for the real world. And, again, I think he wouldn't be where he was today without his stop at Hargrave for that one year. You were at Youngstown State for four years before you came here. That was a great environment as well. Yes, yes. Uh, learned a lot. Worked for a guy named Jared Calhoun, who he's a prodigy of Bobby Huggins. Worked for him several years at WVU. So uh, learned a lot from him. He's young. He's active. And he gave me a lot of responsibility and, and actually moved me up my last two years to associate head coach, which a tremendous honor. And, again, I, I'm forever embedded to Youngstown State. So you end up here in Tampa. You're in your first season with Brian Gregory. Uh, tell me how that came about. Uh, I'm sure once you get your toes in the sand, it's tough to say no. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Uh, I, I actually worked with Larry Dixon at Georgia Southern during those six months period when I was ops. So I've always, he's been a mentor to me, always stayed in contact with him. But when this presented itself, I, I, I really, when I told my wife that it was in Tampa, uh, she really pursued She was like, huh, let me think about it. Yes, exactly, exactly. So she started packing before we even got the job. So, But I um, actually had a couple people call coach, and I think that helped me out. One of them being Mateen Cleves, who he coached at Michigan State. And another name that many people may know is George Blaha, who is the – Play-by-play play guy. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, um, he's a family friend. So And obviously they go back to their Michigan State days. So I think those two phone calls helped get me in the door a little bit. And then Coach and I had several conversations throughout the process. And one thing led to another. The second he offered, I took it. <laughs> Jason Slay, the assistant coach, is our guest on the Brian Gregory Show. Um, I, this may be news to you, but BG has kind of shuffled the way the scouting is done for games this year. It used to be an assistant had a game, and that was it. And then the other assistant had the next game. Now everybody's kind of got a hand in it. Yeah, and this is my first time doing it. I've worked on nine different staffs, and it's the first time I've ever done it this way. And I, I really like it because we all communicate. We all get on the same page in our meetings. We all have our responsibilities, and it's, it's worked pretty well so far. And another thing that's different is when you go recruiting now, gone are the days when on an off day you would just find a high school game and go sit and watch a high school game because – you don't recruit many high school kids anymore. The way the landscape, the transfer portal, the transfers, all that stuff, the JUCOs, 
I mean, the kids are coming from everywhere now. Yes, everywhere. The, the whole landscape has changed, as you said. So we try to have hands-on, not only from high school to JUCO, and then even when the portal hits in you know, March, April, we'll be attacking that as well. So we're just trying to figure it out, but we're staying very active with the high school kids, the young kids all throughout the country. Even this weekend, I'm flying to D.C. Sunday morning or Saturday morning, and then next week probably flying to Phoenix, Arizona. So we're all over the place and, you know, try to cover all grounds. I think I asked Larry Dixon this a few weeks ago, but it seems like every kid in the country right now has to be on your radar. Yes, yes, for sure. Again, we can't X anybody out. We can't think anybody's too good either because it's just, it's, a, it's just a whole different dynamic now. So, again, we try to stay on top of it throughout our communication and just making sure we know what's going on out there with the recruiting piece of it. Last question before I let you go. Uh, basketball's in your blood. I mean, it's been in your family. Your brother played in the NBA, uh, was a second-round draft pick, played in the NBA uh, finals. Uh, but he's 6'9". You got all the height in the family. I'm not saying you're short. I'm just saying he's taller. I, I have no idea how to happen. My, and I have three older brothers, and my dad is 6'3". Uh, my uh, oldest brother is 5'11". My middle brother is 6'2". And then out of nowhere, Tamar grows. And he grew one summer from 5'10 to 6'4". And then he just kept growing. And, again, I guess it was just the basketball guys that wanted to get him to the NBA. But, yes, I, I don't know where it came from. And even my cousin, Ron Slay, who played at Tennessee, is 6'9", and, and all his family is shorter. So I don't know where it came from, but very fortunate that they made it, and especially my brother, because I learned a lot from him. And, again, I wouldn't be here without him taking that step that he took. Any idea what the most points he scored in an NBA game was off the top of your head? 14. You know it. Against Orlando Magic. That was going to be my next question, yes. man. You, oh, well, yes. you, when we're junkies. <laughs> we're, we're basketball junkies. This is what we do 24-7. So. Well, you're, it sounds like you're your brother's biggest fan, too. Yes, yes. He's my best friend. So we talk every day. And, again, it's usually about three minutes of family stuff, and then we yeah. venture off to basketball stuff. So uh, we talk on an everyday basis. Well, Jason, I appreciate the time. I do want to mention that I saw Jason in the gym the other morning. We're on the road. He comes walking in. He's on the treadmill. This was about pre six a.m. Very impressive, man. You got to get your you got to get your work in on the road. Yeah, health is wealth, man. I tell these guys around here all the time. Every morning, that's what I do when I come in. I get here about six a.m. and I'm hitting the treadmill, the weight room, and just try to stay healthy. And it, it keeps my mental health going as well. So, yeah, season's a grind. Yes, yes, it is, Coach. I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. We're going to talk to Javon Green coming up in just a bit. Uh, we will catch up with you in some pregame shows uh, for the games as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Go Bulls. That's assistant coach Jason Slay. We will continue on the Brian Gregory Show on Bulls Unlimited. Time now to catch up with one of Coach Gregory's student athletes. Back to the show with Jim Lighthall. Welcome back to the Brian Gregory Show. And we have a chance now to sit down with Javon Green, one of the newest members on this basketball team. Javon, first of all, appreciate you doing this. I know you guys are getting pulled in a million different directions. you got a game tomorrow, but uh, always a pleasure to talk with you. 22 years old, Henry County High School, McDonough, Georgia. Yes, sir. Uh, tell me, I guess, after four years at George Mason, you played 125 college games. First of all, do you realize you played that many? No, nah, actually, it doesn't seem that much. It, it went by fast. You know, the four years kind of felt like, you know, like last year, you know, just kind of getting out of high school. So it don't feel like that many games, but I have played like over 100 games. That's a lot. 
it's it's got to be a kind of a good feeling sometimes when you're on the floor and you look across from you and you got a true freshman who's played like five college games yeah. and you've got 125. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. And I know some of the things that he might be thinking or like I know like if you make a mistake, I know he's gonna like, be more down about himself uh, just because he's a freshman. He's the youngest of the group, so I, that's my job to pick him up. Like you know, next play, next next play mentality. So it's my job to like pick everybody up because I'm like kind of the oldest. Uh, I have the most games played. Um, I have kind of like the most experience. So yeah. Well, it's been a great career prior to even coming here, and then you make the decision to leave George Mason and come to USF. Tell us why you came to USF. What factored into that decision? Well, um, I ended up putting my name in the transfer portal because uh, my coach ended up um, getting fired. Uh, so I was just weighing my options, and then me and um, Brian Co – I said Brian Gregory. Coach Gregory. Um, we, we built you guys it, are tight, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we built that relationship like kind of early in the, in the recruiting process. So then um, I started talking to Coach Dixon, and then my family, they, my family got involved, and then they just felt like it was kind of like the right fit, like outside of basketball, like the way he was talking, like the pro times and like player development, the player uh, player development piece was was really good here. So that's why I was trying to expand my game and, and get better as an pl individual player and like win also. So I feel like this USF was like kind of like my best decision. Most people are scared to change; they just mm -hmm. want to stay with what's familiar. Did you go through that at all? Oh yeah, and I'm the I'm the type of person to where like I'm not good like playing with like a new group of people. Like when I was younger, I used to go to like basketball camps. Like my first basketball camp, like my parents were yelling at me to shoot the ball because I was always passing it, and like everybody was just going for theirs, you know. <laughs> so it's hard. I was always never the player to just play on new teams and just automatically just fit in. So it was a big adjustment for me, especially just being in, in a whole different atmosphere. You know, going from Virginia to Florida, that's like two different kind of areas on the map. So. Florida's a nice place, so it was an easy adjustment, but, you know, I like it. I like it. Talking with Javon Green, one of the newest members on this basketball team, I want to ask you about three games in your basketball career, all right? The 58-point school record game against Langston Hughes High School. Uh, tell me about that night. Were you just completely in the zone? Oh, yeah. Nah, that night, that was probably – I'll never forget that day. Um, it was it's crazy because, like, my grand – the only day, like, my grandparents came, my auntie, like, everybody, like, came because it was over th uh, Thanksgiving break. So – that game, it just, I kind of let the game come to me, and I felt like I was just hitting shots, so I just kept shooting more. And kind of what helped me out was well, my best friend, he, he's my best friend now, but he was like kind of my other like kind of player I, I'll go to. Um, he was hurt. Um, he hurt his ankle, so he wasn't playing. So I, I guess his shots turned into, <laughs> turned into mine, you know. So I just took, took more and more, and I just kept hitting. I stayed aggressive. So um, And then my team, like, they were just telling me to keep staying aggressive, locked in. And then it helped because we went into overtime too, so. That helped too. Do I have to bring up the four missed free throws that night? Ah, uh, yeah, I still think about that to this day. Like, <laughs> 58, yeah, it sounds good to everybody, but like, it don't sound good to me because like, I could have had like six, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 60 or 58, that's two different numbers. That's two different. Yeah, ever, nobody ever remembers the 58. They remember for you oh, anyway, oh, you're oh, thinking no, of the four missed free throws. Yeah, yeah, head. for sure. That's All right, uh, school record 39 point game against Richmond when you were at George Mason. That was your junior year. Mm -hmm. No, that was a fun game as well, um, just because, like, a, different atmosphere now like now you're moving to college so the defense is better like you're not finna just be sitting on the three-point line just shooting you got to find other ways so by me getting that it just I kind of look back at now like I kind of I'm excited to myself because I put in the work I put in the, the time and then just for it to show like that in front of my mom like like I said like every good game I have is always in front <laughs> of like somebody you know so like my mom came to that one because my dad he he works um so he couldn't really like take off my mom do too but she was able to so 
Um, she came to that one. It was a good time. And then I ended up getting a basketball a year later, the same day, um, the, the game basketball that gave it to me. So it was, it was cool. Sounds like we need to fly some people in every single night. There's a home <laughs> yeah, game or so. <laughs> my mom need to be here every, every game. My mom need at least. Do you remember what you did in the very next game? Because yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a 30, 30 ball. I'm not sure how many. Like, 32. Yeah, 32. So that you remember who it was against? Uh, UMass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah, good UMass. memory. Yeah, so with this one, I ain't going to lie, my teammates helped me out with this one. So, like, I had 25, and then – so it was a time where they had to foul. So I was like, yo, I, cause me and my teammates were real close, like really close. So I was like, yo, like, let me get that 30 ball. Like, you know, I got 25. So he was like, bro, go ahead and get the ball. Like, get the ball. You better not miss a free throw. I like shit. Say less. So I got it. You know what I'm saying? Made my free throws this time. Made my free throws, and I ended up getting it. So I just couldn't thank my teammates enough for that. Like, cause it was that second 30 ball was really on them. Back to back 30 point yeah. games. That was four days after the 39 point game. All right, now fast forward to uh, the game winning shot against North Carolina A&T. That was on November the 15th. Mm -hmm. We had you on the post game. You said you'd never hit a game winning shot before like oh, that. Yeah, not not well. 2K I did, but <laughs> <laughs> not not no real life. That's my first one, um, and it felt good because I don't know. There's a lot of emotions going on through my head, and then I didn't get back on defense, so I'm glad nothing happened with that. But. Um, it was just a good, feel, good feeling to, to see my work pay off. Talking with Javon Green, he is from McDonough, Georgia. About 9,000 people in that town. Uh, tell me about the Southern Bell Farm or the Nash Farm Battlefield or maybe the Starlight Family Fun Center. Are those all places that you like? Yeah, nah, definitely. Um, this, my, my, my hometown is like everybody kind of, not everybody know each other, but everybody's familiar with each other. Um, and then everybody support one another. Like um, I see, like my brother went to a gym and he he wear my South Florida shirt. People asking him, to, uh, did he play or or do you have a brother or stuff like that? So just to see the support and like everybody's like uh, uplifting each other um, in the in the, in the city. So that's what I like most about it. Uh, tell me about your brother Jay and your sister Heaven. Oh yeah, nah, they. I have an older sister too named Brittany. Okay. Yeah, she's thirty, but I'll, I'll tell you about her uh, okay. out there. My brother, yeah, we real close. Um, we used to share the same room um, growing up, and then when we got to middle school, that's when we kind of split up. Cause my sister, um, my older sister, then went to college, so then that opened up another room. So he was a fight for that room. Man, what <laughs> I had, I and I ended up getting the room since we was five. Like. <laughs> We had writing on the wall. I'm talking about just stupid stuff. And then we had to clean it all. I had to clean it all up, clean the closet. I was mad, but he ended up getting a new room. So I wasn't tripping. And I was going to, I was the first one to go to college. So then I, I realized, you know, he really needed it. Um, but we real close. He came down for like a week um, uh, last week. Um, we was just chilling, um, doing stuff. He seen the campus uh, just again, because he didn't, um, he wasn't able to play basketball. So just to be able to see different, like a different atmosphere, you know, Florida atmosphere, it's warm weather. Um, he was he was fun. It was exciting. And then my sister, she goes to Georgia Southern. Um, this is her first year. Uh, we real close as well. She's my road dog. Like she she helped me out with anything. Like she's actually the smartest one in the group. She got the brains. She she, she did like. She got the brain, so she she sometimes be helping me out with, uh, with homework. Like I'll have like a little assignment, not nothing too hard, but like a little assignment. She help me out, like you know what I'm saying. So I I really like her for that. Um, then my older sister, uh, she's 30. Uh, she's nine years older than me, um, and she she used to play basketball too. Um, and I used to go to her games, mm -hmm. so I feel like that's why I found a love of the game. Like just at a young age, just going just. Just having fun at that point, just dribbling, you know what I'm saying? But actually just being at basketball games, and then I go and um, see the boys play after, and then the yeah. boys would be dunking. So it was just exciting. Like, the stuff I'm doing now, like, and I see, like, the younger kids, like, I was that one 
like just looking up and like, oh wow, like they're dunking and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, you seem like you genuinely love being around basketball. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I've been around basketball like my whole life. Like my mom played basketball, my dad played at NJIT, um, my sister played basketball, both my younger brother and sister played basketball. So everybody kind of played basketball in the family. So. Well, the left-handed assassin, we're glad to have you here. We'll look into flying people in for you so that you can have bigger <laughs> games yes, <laughs> in the future. Uh, Javon Green, we always appreciate the time, and best of luck the rest of the yes, season. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank right, that's Javon Green, and that will do it for this edition of the Brian Gregory Show. We will, be, we will be back in the upcoming weeks as we continue on in this USF basketball season right here on Bulls Unlimited. Thank you for listening to the Brian Gregory Show. Big fist pump by Brian Gregory. On your exclusive home for men's basketball play-by-play, -play, USF Bulls Unlimited. Collins stepped in front of it. It's a run out to the other end. One-handed dunk. A monster jam. For the next airing of the show, along with the schedule for all of our live games, replays, classics, and other Bulls programming, go to our Twitter page, at Bulls Unlimited. Yeah, I mean, does, does it get any better than that?